Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Wednesday the 28th of August. Coming up, reassurance from police after S Club star's cousin killed in stabbing. Mason is a very safe place to, to live, work and visit. The incident from the weekend is isolated. Um, it's not reflective of what generally goes on uh, within the town centre. Robotic technology helps MS sufferer dance at wedding. You have to concentrate on your core body, pulling your tummy muscles in. And if you can do that, the rest of your body then starts recognising that and firing up. And new programme hopes to find Kent's next big filmmakers. Everybody has to start somewhere. And if you've got a good idea, you could be the next Andrew Arnold. You could be the next Spielberg. You could be the next Orlando Bloom. Kent Online News. Police are reassuring us Maidstone Town Centre is a safe place to be after the cousin of S Club 7 star Bradley McIntosh was killed during a fight. 21-year-old Andre Bent died after being stabbed in the chest in the high street in the early hours of Sunday. Three other people were also stabbed during the brawl. Two of them are still in a serious but stable condition in hospital. Chief Inspector Ray Quiller says we shouldn't worry about going out in the town. Maystone is a very safe place to to live, work and visit. Um, The uh, incident from the weekend is isolated. Um, It is not reflective of what generally goes on uh, within the town centre or wider Maidstone area. And we work really hard to make sure Maidstone remains a a hostile environment for those that want to come to um, the area and and cause problems but we also deal very robustly um, with individuals and defenders. Maidstone uh, and Kent Police work really really hard uh, locally and across the county um, to make sure we deal effectively with any crime or any antisocial behaviour um, that occurs and that will continue to uh, be the case. Um, obviously we've had a um, uplift in, in officer and staff uh, numbers of late and that's going to be um, increased thanks to the support from the Police and Crime Commissioner um, and that was announced prior to the, um, uh, the government announcement of the extra 20,000 officers. Um, we'll be using those officers uh, to work on the front line. Uh, for Maidstone for example, um, I'm getting an increase in my uh, town centre so I'm going to be able to put more officers within the town centre to make sure uh, it remains a safe place. I absolutely support the use of um, stop and search. It's a vital tactic for us to be able to deal effectively uh, with crime and offenders and we've had a significant rise in Maidstone, particularly since the the Home Office funding that's been um, made available to us this financial year and my officers and staff are doing some um, uh, really strong work uh, within the town to help dissuade people from uh, carrying offensive weapons. We work really hard and obviously stop search is, is one, ta- one tactic that we use really well. We make sure our officers uh, and staff know their powers uh, and uh, know their legislation but a lot of the increases um, come down to us being out there and effectively using our powers so um, if we're stop searching people then we're naturally going to um, come across uh, more offences and, and which is a good thing because it allows us to deal with offenders uh, robustly. Nighttime economy is a, a big part of uh, police in Maidstone and we have a really, really strong um, nighttime economy partnership and that involves uh, the local council, our volunteers, one Maidstone uh, and the licensed premises uh, and we've got a really good uh, relationship um, just to make sure we're all making sure the, uh, the policing as such 
uh, of Maidstone is where it needs to be. Today, police have been searching the River Len in Maidstone as they continue to investigate the suspected murder. Four men from London have already appeared in court charged with violent disorder. Another man also from London has been arrested on suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon and perverting the course of justice. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, a 24-year-old man's been charged with grievous bodily harm after a man and woman were stabbed in Sittingbourne. Thomas Wheeler's also been charged with a fray after police were called to West Street where he lives on Monday. The victims are expected to make a full recovery. Meantime, a man's appeared in court charged with GBH after someone was stabbed in Rochester. The victim was attacked in John Street on Saturday, but the injuries aren't thought to be life-threatening. The 31-year-old's been remanded in custody and is due back in court next month. Detectives are looking into concerns a teenager is being kept as a prisoner at her home near Ashford for 10 years. Tom has the details. Officers were called to a property in Tenterton last Thursday after getting a tip-off from a neighbour. The 19-year-old, who's thought to have special needs, was reportedly taken out of school a decade ago and hasn't been seen since. Her parents were arrested on suspicion of neglect and have since been released on bail. An inquiry has been launched over fears authorities failed to check on the girl. Kent Online News. Tributes are being paid to a 21-year-old student from Sheppey who died suddenly after getting sepsis. Millie Wiles was taken to hospital after coming down with flu-like symptoms last week and passed away just days later. Her family have described her as kind and funny. A crowdfunding page has been set up to raise money for the intensive care unit that tried to save her life. A teenager has been sentenced for carrying out muggings at a shopping centre in Chatham. The 17-year-old has been given a detention and training order, meaning he'll do six months in custody, then six months in the community. He attacked four people at the Pentagon between last July and January. Police in Kent have dealt with 45 incidents involving electric scooters, segways and hoverboards over the last three years. Some of the cases this year have included a report of drunk and rowdy behaviour by a young person on a hoverboard and a road-related offence involving a teenager on one. A man who suffers from multiple sclerosis is hoping robotic technology being trialled here in Kent will help him dance at his wedding. Richard Askhaley has been travelling from Scotland to be involved in the tests to improve his mobility at the Kent and Canterbury Hospital. The trial involves 20 people who are put into an exoskeleton and made to do balance exercises to regain strength in their muscles. Richard's been telling Phil what it's been like to be able to walk again. Really, really motivating. Uh, it's great to have the feeling of total independence and being able to look a colleague or a person direct in the eye when you're in a standing up position, not having to worry about concentrating on balance concentrating on moving what the next problem could be so it's great of course you know just in your day-to-day -day life you know you you find yourself seated most of the time is it ever kind of frustrating kind of having to look up at people and not really be able to as you say engage people on their own level yes it is because you've got no eye contact so you can't see really any motions to an answer that from a question that you're giving for their answer so you don't know how it's been interpreted. Um, so yeah, 
being on eye level with somebody, very, very good. Just tell us about the condition that you have as well, kind of how it's been dealing with that um, throughout your life. Um, I've had it for the last nine years. Is it MS? It is. Yeah. Uh, got diagnosed nine years ago. Progressively, it's got a little bit worse and worse. Um, but I just think I'm, I'm positive, very positive. And there are people worse off than I am. So you've just got to look at it and try and deal with every day as it comes, uh, take on any challenge that's given to you, uh, and just be positive. And just in terms of how it actually feels, you start to stand up, is it really kind of tight on the, on the core muscles? What's the actual feeling on your body? Feeling on the body is like weightlessness, um, because your muscles on one part of it aren't, aren't working or being uh, used so much, but you have to concentrate on your core body, pulling your, your tummy muscles in. And if you can do that, the rest of your body then starts recognising that and, and firing up. So, yeah, very positive. And just finally, of course, you know, the target's been set um, for March, obviously, for the wedding. Uh, how lovely would it be, obviously, to have that first dance and be able to, you know, look back at the journey that you've taken and think, wow, you know, I've, I've, I've come all this way? That. I can only dream of. Um, I'm working towards that, but it would be brilliant, you know, for anybody to be like other people are, how they celebrate would be good. But for me, it, it, it'd be one stage further than good being able to to dance. Kent Online reports. There's a cash boost for two town centres in Kent today. Ramsgate and Dover are both getting around £150,000 from the government to spend on things like transport and housing. And finally today, it's hoped the next big name in the movie industry could come from Kent. The British Film Institute's got 20 places for 16 to 19-year-olds in the county on its Academy scheme, the programme which runs over 10 Saturdays Today's teaches all about the industry and gives youngsters the chance to make films with professionals. Ish has been chatting to Jo Nolan, who's in charge of it. She told us why Kent is such a great place for films. It's quite close to London and you can get a real range of different, you know, there's big historic sites like Dover Castle, you know, the Dartford Bridge where Harry Potter flew over Dartford Bridge. There's kind of some epic um, locations, but there's also a really quite a good network of, um, I suppose, filmmakers in, in the county. Um, people can, you know, shoot a historic castle and then turn around and be in a council estate. There's a real mix of locations. Um, Kent have been very good. The Kent Film Office is very good about supporting production. And you can close the roads here in Kent, you know, with a little bit of notice quite easily, which you can't do in a lot of areas in the country. Um, there's a lot of um, support for film production in the county. I think that's why people come and shoot down here. They know that they will get the support from the Kent Film Office and the local people. I mean, the UK as a whole has increased its um, inward investment in film over the last 10 years exponentially. And that's down to the tax breaks that are available here in this country and also down to the quality of crew 
and talent in the country. Um, and within Kent, we've got, we don't have massive studios, we've got Maidstone Studios. Um, people know that they can come to Kent and they can shoot really good um, historical drama here with, with the right level of talent for production design, the right level of talent on screen, the right level of talent for, um, you know, cinematography and the whole, you know, technical head of department side of things. And there's been, you know, some very good films made in the region, so it gives confidence to that. But, you know, there's always room for growth. We could be doing a lot more. Are you hoping that one of these 20 young people could be sort of the next breakout filmmaker, potentially? Everybody has to start somewhere. And if you've got a good idea and you come and share it with people at a level who can take you through a professional field, you could be the next Andrea Arnold. You could be the next Spielberg. You could be the next uh, Orlando Bloom. It is a real opportunity at the BFI Film Academy to put you right in the centre of talent development in the country. The BFI, BAFTA, the National Film School are all looking at who we bring onto our programme and who we work with and take them through. And you can shine and get a really fantastic career from that opportunity just by applying and taking part in the BFI Film Academy. The successful candidates will have to pay £25 to take part, but we're told bursaries are available. The deadline to apply is the 26th of September. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.